Welcome to The Recap, the part of our podcast where we recap the previous week's sermon. That's what we're going to do. That's what we do every week. You should know what to expect. Hi, Dave. Hey. Hi, Stacy. Hi. You're here. As usual. Here I am. Yep. <clears throat> um, what, was the, what was the acronym that we had last week for recap? It was really good. Really enjoying... Content. Christ. Oh. Something preaching. No, content about preaching. Content, content. about preaching. Really enjoying content about preaching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yep. You're really thinking about that one now? Yeah, I don't love it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fine. It seemed better last week. Yeah. Um, so this last week, uh, we started uh, kind of our, kind of a new, wait, was last week the start of the, yeah, it was the start of the new ser- sermon series. Called Citizens and Sojourners. Yep. And what's the point of that, that, uh, that series? Uh, the point is to, uh, and it kind of is kind of like a soft launch of the series, the two weeks before, just an identity in Christ individually. So the point of last week was to say, who are we and what are we all about um, as a people whose identity is in Christ from Philippians 3? And then the coming weeks will be, so then, so then what are we called to as this people? Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea was, you know, we're moving towards autonomy and it's good to just remember the basics of being a church and what, what it is and what we're called to. And really pairing that with the Wednesday night and Sunday morning church essentials class that we're offering. Mm -hmm. And I'll just plug it again. We really hope you'll come either Sunday or Wednesday to that. Um, And the goal of that was really just that we would see kind of the particulars of what it means to be a church member. And then even more so a church member here um, at this South congregation. So that's, that's the goal is just a fall of kind of looking forward to church life together for the next hundred years or so. Yep. That's great. So to start off the citizens and or sojourners and citizens, citizens uh, and sojourners, citizens and sojourners. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Uh, you went to Philippians three, the whole chapter, and then first uh, Peter two, nine to 11, kind of in your application mm-hmm. of your sermon. So mm-hmm. why don't you just recap where you went? Yeah. Uh, just, uh, so, so the goal, um, this week, I guess, is to, to show that just like our individual identity is wrapped up in Jesus, which we saw the first two weeks, our corporate identity is wrapped up in Jesus so that we are primarily before any other allegiance um, or community, we are citizens of heaven. Mm-hmm. And the, the church, the local church, are these local expressions of uh, the kingdom of God with Christ as the king. He's the one we're waiting for. He's the one we're standing firm in. And so really what I said, the, the goal was, okay, so if that's, if that's the primary allegiance, then what are, we, what, are, what are we all about? And basically I said, we're all about Christ as our prize and Christ as the thing we press on towards with our whole lives. Mm-hmm. So, so having Christ as the, the other way I said it is Christ is the goal and the fuel of all that we do. Um, having him be the thing that determines everything else in this place. And so I think, I think it's, uh, it's, not, it's not a concept new to Bethlehem at all, you know, treasuring Jesus, prizing Jesus. But I do think the, the, the aspect of being citizens of heaven as a primary allegiance um, and the thing I tried to show in one part is really that he needs to be the lens by which we see everything else, not... 
we see Jesus through our parenting. We see Jesus through our politics. We see our singleness through, or, or we see Jesus through our singleness or our marriage or whatever. Right. But we see Jesus as the prize and everything else through him. Right. And it all falls into its proper place. That feels yeah. that feels like a timely thing in the culture we live in with a lot of polarization and differences to just say, but, but remember what we're most about. Um, and then, so we're citizens of heaven, um, which means that we ought to feel like we're not yet home because uh, we're in the already not yet, right? We're experiencing Christ. He's dwelling among us as his people and individually, but we're not yet in the new heavens and new earth where, where home is really going to finally be home completely. Yep. And so we're sojourners here meaning that we're dwelling in a land that's not our own. We've talked about that a lot in Genesis. Um, so I think that was a helpful setup, just how, you know, Abram, Abraham was, you know, burying his bones in this place that wasn't yet their home, but looking mm-hmm. forward to it, living as a sojourner there. That's what we're doing uh, until Jesus returns and makes all things new. And I wanted us to be, I wanted us to really understand our, our identity as citizens of heaven and also we start to become comfortable with, if that's true and Jesus is our goal and our fuel, then we're probably just going to feel out of place in some way in just about every other thing that this world has to offer. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say this in the sermon. Um, just didn't have time for it. Marty preaching way too long these days. So trying to cut back on things. Um, You're answering when my next question is going to be, is anything it, you didn't it, have time for? Well, ju- just to say that one kind of check engine light for me um, is if I feel completely at home <laughs> in any organizations or communities or even political parties, like just complete, like, oh, this is perfect. I'm going, well, is this thing becoming primary over Jesus? Because um, I don't think there's a system or a CrossFit or an essential oils group or a political party or a sports team or any other organization I've ever been a part of, you know, that just completely lands up with all that, all that Jesus yeah. is. And so that doesn't mean they're not good. That doesn't mean they don't accomplish good things. It doesn't mean we shouldn't participate in them. I think we should. Uh, it just means that I want to be checking my heart that something else isn't becoming my allegiance over Jesus. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Stacy, do you have any questions or comments that you took away from this sermon? Well, I just thought it was the perfect place to start a sermon series on who are we as the church and what do we want to be about? I mean, knowing mm-hmm. Jesus... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the perfect place to start. And um, just personally, this passage has been helpful for me this week. I've come back to it a couple of times or the Lord's brought it to mind. Um, do I treasure knowing him above mm. this or that thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, in some specific situations this week that's come up, yeah. is is this what I'm going to be united with people about? Or is it going to be some other thing? That's right. And am I going to yeah. be frustrated about this um, thing, you know, or am I going to just be settled and rooted in knowing Jesus right. with other people here is my goal. And mm-hmm. that's all that really matters. Mm-hmm. Yep. You so talk- it's been, yeah, really personally helpful this week. You can talk about Jesus being your treasure is just kind of like this banner thing that you say, mm-hmm. but it's really an intensely practical question. Yeah for every single area of your life and every situation that you walk into. Mm-hmm. Is he really my treasure here? Mm-hmm. Or is something mm-hmm. else, you know, knocking him down a notch or two? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and and I mean, even to your point, Stacy, like, is he the goal and fuel of my life and what I most want for everybody else? You know, mm-hmm. so like that that moment where, where uh, in a moment where with one of my kids, where it's like, 
I think right now I just want them to obey me more than I want Jesus for them. So I, so how does that actually begin to work itself out in my life, in my backyard with my kids? Like, what does it look like right now to love and discipline and, you know, all those things in a way that is like, I want, I want Jesus for you. I don't want convenience for me, you know? Mm -hmm. So just to make it that practical, it's been Mm -hmm. helpful for me to meditate on too. This always this topic of being citizens and sojourners and how we're not quite at home, things aren't quite right, but we have this new reality that's at work in us, but it's not perfect yet. Mm-hmm. You know, what we're really talking about, just to kind of put, put it like in a theological category, is the already not yet. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, what we call like the overlap of the ages. Mm-hmm. So just to explicitly name that, um, you know, we believe that when Christ came mm-hmm. and died and then rose again, he ushered in the new the, the age to come, right? The last days. The last mm-hmm. days. So yeah. like in a very, very real sense, you know, we're, people are always like, are we living in the last days? Well, yeah, mm-hmm. they started when Christ <laughs> rose from the grave. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and yet, so that's true and that's now, but it's not perfect. And one mm-hmm. day Christ is gonna come again mm-hmm. to usher in that final, you know, final judgment and final new creation of making all things new and then it'll be perfect. Mm-hmm. And right now we live in the overlap of those two things. Mm-hmm. It's already here, but it's not perfect yet. So the over the age before and the age to come are overlapping right now. And that's mm-hmm. why we feel this tension. Mm-hmm. We have the spirit. We have new life. We are new creations. The end times are here. The new kingdom is here in a very real way through Christ and by the power of the spirit. But it's not perfect yet. Yep. And, and so as long as we live in the overlap of the ages, which will be until Christ comes, we're going to feel that tension Mm-hmm. And our, like you've been telling us, our job is to become what we already are, to set our minds on things that above and to make sure that Christ is our treasure, mm-hmm. our citizenship is in heaven and keep realigning our hearts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and helping others, one another to do that as a church and inviting as many people in to do that mm-hmm. as possible mm-hmm. with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, And that's why we're going to be sorrowful and rejoicing right mm-hmm. now is because mm-hmm. we have that overlap Mm-hmm. There is, there mm-hmm. are still things that are sad and hard and suffering and sin mm-hmm. that will, you know, be hard, but it's also rejoicing because yeah. he has come and he's coming again. Yeah. I mean, to your point, if Jesus is the goal and the fuel and we want him not just for ourselves, but for other people, that will bring a deep measure of sorrow <laughs> in certain situations when, man, we just want you to, we just want you to have Jesus right now, you know, mm-hmm. as your hope and your joy, um, so it brings a measure of sorrow and stability <laughs> because he's also the thing that never changes. So when we do have him, we have him. We're trying to get more and more of him. But uh, that's a really good point that the overlap of the ages and Jesus as the prize will mean that the mantra will be sorrowful and rejoicing mm-hmm. or I believe help my unbelief. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Those kinds of phrases Absolutely. that the Bible yep. or just read the Psalms where it's, if you read most of the Psalms, you'll think that he had some kind of weird experience in the middle of it where he went from despair to hope. Um, right. But I think that's just the reality of life. We're preaching to All ourselves, mm-hmm. hope in God, mm-hmm. we're saying to ourselves, yeah. Yep, that's good. Well, thanks, Dave. I'm looking forward to the rest of the series. And uh, yeah, may we be a people that embodies these, these things as we become our own autonomous church. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah.